Hey everyone, Hannah's out for the rest of the week, so it'll be just me on the podcasts for the rest of this week. Today we're looking at John chapter 1, and hopefully you've been following along with us and just seeing a little bit of how God's people have beheld his glory, uh, Moses, to see it uh, on Mount Sinai and then to shine with a veiled face, the temple uh, to be a picture of God's glory coming and dwelling uh, amongst his people, and Isaiah chapter six, uh, Isaiah seeing heaven and seeing the train of his robe filling the temple and the glory of God being too much to bear. And so we see a lot of these ideas culminating uh, or coming together today in John chapter one, the key verse, of course, being verse 14, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only son from the father, full of grace and truth. Now, you know, you may have read this before and been like, oh yeah, we see Jesus and he's awesome. Uh, <clears throat> but this word, again, glory, is not talking about his awesomeness, um, but his weight, his mass, that the word, God himself, became flesh and dwelt among us so that we could see his fullness, that in Jesus is the fullness of God uh, and all that God is, not just one part of his character, but everything about him uh, and the fullness of grace and truth. And so verses 1 through 13 uh, are really talking about um who Jesus is and really reiterating that he is God himself, uh, the true light, the one that through all things are made, um, and also the one that is going to come, the witness, which is John the Baptist. And so we see here uh, there's a parallel between John the Baptist and obviously Elijah, who he is, but even going all the way back to Moses, uh, for the law, verse 17, was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ, that there is a herald and that God's presence is coming. Some way Moses said, I'm not God, I'm leading you to God's presence. John the Baptist as well, he says, I'm not God, I'm not the Christ, I'm the one who is leading uh, him to you, uh, or is leading you to him, verse 19 through 28. And then in starting verse 29, he beholds, um, and we see the same way that Isaiah understood um, that he was prostrate before God's glory. We see John the Baptist as well understanding this, that he is, you know, unworthy to carry the sandals um, of of him. Um, the spirit descending, uh, I hope that if you weren't able to see our waters uh, parting a series that you'll go back to see how crazy this uh, particular event is. But then we see Jesus calling the disciples. And again, this heralds back to Isaiah, um, the whom shall I send? Send me, I'll go. But what we notice here is the same thing, that Jesus is basically walking and saying, who's going to follow me? Um, and we see people uh, encountering him and following him. And at the end of this chapter, chapter uh, verse 51, uh, he says to them, um, to Philip and Nathaniel, truly, truly, I say to you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the son of man. Now, this not only is hearkening back to Isaiah, seeing the fullness of heaven, uh, but it's also hearkening back to uh, Jacob's ladder at Bethel, uh, where he sees this uh, ladder <coughs> and the angels ascending and descending it. Um, and for him, he understood that what it meant was God was here. And so he named the place Bethel. 
Um, but <clears throat> what we see is Jesus doing the same thing. He's saying, if you follow me, if you really truly behold me, then you're not just going to see miracles. You're not just going to see prophecies. You are going to see me. You are going to see the fullness of God, the fullness of heaven, because that is the glory of God. And that is what Christ is, everything that God is. Um, and so, you know, I hope that you guys, as you read this this week, are thinking about how we think about Jesus to really understand that in Christ is the fullness of God. Um, and I love always uh, in John chapter one that it talks about him being the fullness of grace and truth, because I think it's very easy for many of us to assume that in Christ we see aspects of God, um, parts of God, but to really understand that Jesus is everything of God. He's not just love and mercy. He's also wrath and justice. Um, that he's not just uh, gentleness, but he's also power. Uh, and th that he is the fullness of grace and truth is really a profound statement to say for us to think about when we get to know Jesus, we are getting to know God in his entirety, in his fullness, in his glory.